postpartum body odor. It is a totally natural phenomenon because your body chemistry changes after giving birth. And so sometimes that means that what worked before is no longer effective. But I am excited to say that now there is a solution for that stubborn odor. The Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is a completely natural deodorant made by a postpartum mom who went through it herself. And it works by eliminating and preventing bacterial body odor without covering up your skin's comforting smell to your baby while giving you 12 hours of odor control. And let me tell you, it actually works. Here at the house, we've all been trying it and loving it. Now, before you think, ew, you're sharing a deodorant with your husband and daughter, let me explain that this full-body deodorant comes in a convenient pump applicator that lets you apply it anywhere on your body with no bacteria traveling on the deodorant, so no ew involved. We also love that the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant has a delightful natural scent of USDA certified organic extracts that smell like a pink sugar cookie with lemon frosting. I thought this would be a little strange, but it's actually amazing. Also, the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is free from artificial fragrances and any kind of senoestrogens or herbs that can interfere with breastfeeding. Find your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant at postpartumdeodorant.com. That's postpartumdeodorant.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off through the month of May. Get your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant now at postpartumdeodorant.com and start smelling more like yourself again. I'm Adriana Lozada and you're listening to BIRTHFUL. And today, just like every other week, I'm on my own taking 10 minutes or so to talk to you one-on-one about a topic that I want to dive deeper into. This week, it's hypnobirthing. Hypnobirthing is not about someone swinging a pocket watch in front of you, but rather a helpful tool that can diminish pain, lessen anxiety, make you feel more in control, and even shorten labor. So today I wanted to talk about hypnobirthing and what you need to know about that because it comes up on the podcast a lot, the hypnobirthing. And the thing is, hypnobirthing is actually a brand name. What we're talking about is self-hypnosis and then hypnobirthing, hypnosis or self-hypnosis for birth, right? And there are actually two big programs or more known brands of self-hypnosis for birth, and that would be hypnobirthing and hypnobabies. Hypnobirthing was created by uh, Marie Mongan, and she's got a book. It's called Hypnobirthing, the Mongan Method. What they teach you is a childbirth education class anchored in these techniques that are based, you know, using self-hypnosis for pain management. So that's really the goal self-hypnosis for pain management. But hypnobirthing goes a little deeper in really trying to get into avoiding pain altogether for labor. And so they don't even talk about pain. They talk about intensity and they don't talk about contractions. They talk about surges. And so there's this, there can be a high expectation of what your birth should be like. And if you get to a point where you're not calm and collected and just breathing nicely, then you might think, this is not working for me, or I'm not good at it. I'm failing. 
And frankly, birth can be so intense and like a thunderstorm that by the time it gets really, really, really intense, you might be needing to really vocalize and not be calm, right? There's power in that. So that's the thought on hypnobirthing. And then Hypnobabies was created by Carrie Tushhoff, who used to be a hypnobirthing instructor. And she created a different program based on traditional hypnosis methods. And they also have more variety in their scripts. So then why does self-hypnosis for childbirth work, right? Like, what's the point of it? There isn't specific research on self-hypnosis during childbirth using the hypnobabies or hypnobirthing methods, like that's super specific. However, there's ample research of the benefits of self-hypnosis for pain relief during healthcare. So we piggyback off that. First of all, it works on the fear, tension, pain cycle. It helps break that up. And that's a, the fear, tension, pain cycle was something that um, Dr. Grantley Dick Reed came up with. In his book, Childbirth Without Fear, that's where he brings up this fear, tension, pain cycle that when you're afraid, you tense up. When you're tense, you have more pain. If you have more pain, you get more fear and so forth. And so if you can remain calm and sort of get you out of that loop, that's why self-hypnosis can work because it helps you stay calm. So that's one part of it. The related part is that it calms down your nervous system, right? You're taking deep breaths. You're focusing on on staying relaxed, which is ideally what you need for childbirth because you need to release oxytocin and not adrenaline. And oxytocin is what creates the contractions. So you want surges of oxytocin. You want it to, to really work flow nicely in your body. What is oxytocin? Well, oxytocin is the hormone of love. This is the uh, hormone that flows through all our bodies anytime we have a connection or empathy. And it's there during sex. It's there when you you know are connecting with your good friends. And it's there during labor. It's there when you're breastfeeding. So for labor specifically, it has, aside from making you feel really good, um, and that's what helps balance along with endorphins, helps balance out and, and allow you to cope with the sensations of birth. What it also does is oxytocin is what creates the contractions. Ah, postpartum brain fog. Did you even know that was a thing? But I'm guessing that if you have little ones at home, you're probably feeling it, along with the increased mental load of trying to be a multitasking caregiver, facing the stressful demands of everyday life. And that's without even considering the added lack of sleep. It's definitely a lot, which is why I'm so appreciative of Needed's Cognitive Support Supplement created to help support key aspects of cognitive health like focus and attention, brain health and memory, and even alleviate brain fog and eye fatigue. Now, what makes Needed's Cognitive Support so unique is that unlike many other cognitive support supplements, Needed's is appropriate to take while breastfeeding. In fact, it was designed with this in mind. But don't just take my word for it. In an in-market study, 92% of people taking Needed's Cognitive Support saw an improvement in overall cognitive function, with 78% seeing an improvement in mental clarity, aka brain fog. And of these many positive reviews, my favorite is one that says, quote, 
This is my third postpartum period. This is the best I have felt mentally and physically, despite now having three kiddos to care for. End quote. Basically, taking Needed's cognitive support is an easy way to help reclaim your brain during postpartum. Head over to thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. That's thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. Definitely you need oxytocin going through your veins and oxytocin and adrenaline are kind of nemesis. So that's why you want the opposite and why hypnobirthing or self-hypnosis works because you are helping yourself get into that very calm, non-adrenaline inducing state. And then it also helps you get out of your thinking brain because any type of self-hypnosis and meditation that all helps you go into deeper brain waves. And those are things we do every day. When we sleep, we go unconscious or subconscious, we go into those delta and theta brain waves. And when we're in sort of that aha moment or very relaxed or in prayer or shavasana, when you know your brain is very focused but calm in meditation, right? That's that alpha brainwave. So when you get deeper and deeper into the birth process and deeper and deeper into closer to transition and pushing states, all of that, your brain actually requires you to go into deeper brain waves. And that's what we call labor land. You need to go internal. So if you practice going into those deeper brain waves, the more you practice, the easier it will be for you to do it when you are in labor. And that is like the big umbrella of theory of why the self-hypnosis for birth works. Now, when does it not work? It doesn't work if you don't practice it. It's going to be something in your toolbox that is going to let you down, right? It's going to be a broken tool. So you do need to practice it ahead of time. The more you practice it, the better it'll serve you. And then it's not going to work if that's the only tool in your toolbox. You need to have other options in case something happens with labor that you're not able to access that deeper brainwave or that calm You know, if you find that for some reason you have persistent back labor and so the pain is too intense and you can't get to that calm space because there's no break in between contractions, then you need to have other coping mechanisms. So those are cases where it wouldn't work. Other techniques that work very similarly that you might be thinking already, huh, you know where I'm going with this, is if you do guided visualizations or meditation because that's also helping you get into those deeper brain waves. It's helping you calm your nervous system, help you break the fear, tension, pain cycle. The guided visualizations and the self-hypnosis have an end goal. You are visualizing an outcome or you're, you know, connecting with your baby, whether where meditation is more about just focusing on your breath and being calm. So, but it still works. Now, if you think that, oh, I've tried meditation and that doesn't work for me or labor's going to be too intense and I can't just reach to that calm state, my thoughts on that are not to worry too much about it because this physiological process can happen automatically, right? Like our physiological processes happen the best when we don't mess with them. We blink, we breathe, we digest, We can stop blinking, we can hold our breath, we can mess with our digestion if we go on a trip, for example. (laughs) But, you know, at some point your body takes over. 
And also your body works best, does that physiology best if you're not trying to control it and you are going to go into labor land. In my experience, when I've with clients that have used hypnobirthing, what I've seen is if they don't practice it, then the tool is not there. And eventually they get into labor land and we, you know, we cope with other mechanisms. Um, but if they do practice it, and, and it doesn't have to be hypnobirthing exclusively, it could just be meditating on a daily basis, you know, twice a day for three minutes. Like you don't have to be that involved. I have seen them better stay on top of contractions and keep their focus because they did do that practice. Are you planning on using hypnosis during your birth? Or if you already tried it, how did it work for you? Share your plans or experience with us on Instagram at Birthful Podcast. And for a more in-depth discussion, listen to our full Birthful episode on self-hypnosis for pain management. The link is in the show notes. Birthful was created by me, Adriana Lozada, and is a production of Lantigua Williams & Co. The show's senior producer is Paulina Velasco. Virginia Lora is the managing producer. Cedric Wilson is our lead producer. Carolina Rodriguez mixed this episode. Thank you for listening and for sharing Birthful. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and everywhere you listen. Come back next week for more ways to inform your intuition. Hey, Mighty One. Did you know that if you started listening to one Birthful episode per day at the start of your pregnancy, your baby would be about three months old before you got through all of them? That is so much birthful. So to ease us into the summer and to help you catch up on your listening, we're going back to releasing one episode per week instead of two. Now you know.